Tyler, that's what they said, a podcast where we question the questionable lyrics of your favorite song, Serena Wallace and Scott Spinelli waving at you. And we're talking hard to handle. Original mm. by Otis Redding. Yes, ma'am. And the Black Crows covered the song on their 1990 debut album, Shake Your Money Maker. It would become their greatest hit. <laughs> yeah, I think as I as, as as I'm sure your research uh, revealed, it appears as if it was uh, bigger than Otis Redding's version of it. Um, Just to, like very close, yeah. very close. But it's also like <laughs> the song was so popular that another artist, Patty Drew, also covered the song back in 1969. Um, but we are going to focus on Otis Redding and Black Crows today because imagine Scott like. Someone else's song just became your biggest success story. <laughs> well, you know, okay, so this is, again, I know I'm known for my uh, my my wonderful hot takes here, right? Yeah, Nothing... let's go! <laughs> I've had this take, I, I think I talked about it with Aaliyah, right, about how, you know, sometimes when someone passes away, we have like a elevated view of them, and I think Otis Redding is a little, and I realize people are going to... Yo, you are, we... our credibility is gone, <laughs> but... and for you. It ha okay, so I've listened to Otis Blue. Have you listened to Otis Blue, that album? It's uh -huh. almost all covers, all right? And I would argue Frank Sinatra is a little bit overrated in that way. Just that I'm not saying they're not great singers. I'm not saying they don't have soul. But, like, to me, someone like Donny Hathaway is better than Otis Redding, okay? Okay, okay. And I think Donny Hathaway doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves. I think people who know know. I just think that Otis Redding, because he, I mean, Donny Hathaway died tragically as well, but it wasn't a, I believe Donny Hathaway was in, was suicide, whereas um, Otis Redding, if I'm not mistaken, was, uh, or I know Otis Redding was a plane crash. And so I just, if you look at some of Otis Redding's like catalog, it's a lot of covers, a lot so of covers. So maybe this was like, well, it, it bit you in the butt. <laughs> yeah, just the idea of, and to be clear, when I say overrated, we'll use a baseball analogy, right? Okay, when you say that someone is, let's use Mike Mussina. If you say Mike Mussina is overrated, that doesn't mean that you don't think Mike Mussina is one of the best pitchers of all time. That means that you maybe don't think he's one of the, I don't know, 40 best pitchers of all time. He might be 41. I'm making up numbers here, but you get my point. I just think that there's a, overrated doesn't mean you are bad. It just means that sometimes you might be rated a little bit higher than you actually are while still being elite. Fair? <laughs> Fair? Unfair? Where do we where do we land on any of this? I understand that. Yeah. In in context, yes. Although when you just say the statement, I think Otis Redding is overrated. A little I mean, overrated. Down the stairs. <laughs> A, A little. little. <laughs> I'm looking up Donny Hathaway, that by the way. softens the word overrated. <laughs> I just want to look. Um, I'm looking up Donny Hathaway, by the way. I'm pretty sure... Uh, yeah, we'll keep going. I just want to make sure I got his his death correct. Go ahead. Death, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, suicide. You might want to check that one real quick. I'm looking it up right now. Go ahead. Move on. Um, so as we talk about Otis Redding, and I'm I'm including the Black Crows in this because Scott, it it occurred to me that I did not put the two songs together. Yeah, uh, I thought they. <laughs> <laughs> different songs even though the same oh lord which is embarrassing but also shows how different the black crows cover was to the original in my opinion by the way just a quick aside here he had he had jumped uh from the i believe the 15th uh his 15th floor apartment in new york city yeah. okay okay confirmed thank you um but on to happier subjects let's go back to otis redding yeah uh yikes <laughs> I never put the two together. And when we texted about the song, you're like, oh, the Otis Redding original one? And I was like, 
Oh, standby. I <laughs> no idea. Um, which is funny because I listened to a lot of Otis Redding and I listened to the song and never put the two together. Um, my mom's a big rock. She's still a big rock fan. So Black Crows and this song was on a lot, you know, when we did our chores on the weekend. See, for me, um, it's the opposite. So I no, I don't, no one in my family really listened to rock, right? And like, so I didn't, um, I actually, frankly, I don't think I'd ever even heard of the Black Crows, which is probably embarrassing. I'm sure it is embarrassing. Um, and but I knew that song. Like you had, we had talked about this. Maybe whenever it was, yeah. we had discussed this song. You were like, "No, no, no, you know this song," and I was mm-hmm. like, "Do I?" And then I, and then you were like, "Just get to the chorus. You'll 100% know it." And then I did, but I did not know that. I learned a lot of this as you were learning it too. To be perfectly frank, and I yeah. just want to, I just want to clarify to the all eight listeners: I don't think Otis Redding isn't great. I think he's great. Okay, I'm just saying. I think that there's, there's. I just think that when people die tragically, sometimes we 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 have different. <laughs> evaluations of their career than if it had played out naturally. That's all. Shout out to o- ODB. Shout out to Older yes. Bastard in previous episode. Can, yeah. can I give a Denver nug before we get into the song? Please. So did you know that probably, I would argue, okay, let me, let's put, I'll put it to you first. What do you think Otis Redding's most popular song is? Like if you asked someone on the street that knew who he was and they said, what song do you think of when you think of Otis Redding? What is your answer? Uh, a lot of them. Uh... My answer to that is sitting on the dock of the bay. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Okay, that, I was thinking that one, then I was kind of like going back and forth. Okay, no, no, no. again, not, that, that part's not the trivia. The trivia is, did you know that that song, uh, which was recorded very shortly before, uh, one, one of the recordings was done, obviously, right before he uh, passed, that was the first posthumous number one on the Billboard Hot 100. How about that, huh? Wow, way to go. Yeah, that's a nice little nug for you, though. That's a good nug. For those of you just tuning into the podcast now, we are not doing Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. But but that's a nugget for you. Oh, that's great. Yeah, first first posthumous number one ever. Wow, Mm -hmm. holy cow. Mm -hmm. We criticize number ones, but that one I would not argue. So that's good that that... Great track, great track. ...unified a number one. Um... It's funny because my my only Denver nug to this, and again, to clarify, I will go back and forth a little bit between the two artists because I knew this song more from Black Crows versus Otis Redding, who did the original song. But um, it was in a Spin Magazine article that the Black Crows wrote. We had an opportunity, or said, we had an opportunity to expose kids to Otis (laughs) and this amazing song and put music out in the world. Um, but it's so different that I had no idea. I'm like, well, I was a kid growing up in the nineties and I'll tell you nineties rock, very hard to understand in general. The reason I added this song to the list was because I had a very difficult time listening to the words of this song, Well, that's which we'll get to. Well, that was my question. Do you want to just start with the obvious or, I mean, I have a couple other lyrics other than the main That part, yeah. Do you want to start there or do you want to just, because I have a couple other things, but if you wanted to start there, we can. You tell me. To confirm, Otis uh, Redding's version reached 51 mm. on, the bill, on, on the billboards and Counting Crows hit 45 on the 100. So just a so. little bit better, yeah. Yeah, it's just fascinating. But yes, we can get to lyrics now. I know. Well, did you want to, well, what I was asking is, do you want to start with that chorus? Or I had one more lyric, I had two lyrics outside of the chorus. 
let's go to the obvious because yeah. it seems like that's uh sure it's everyone's like just get to it and then they'll stop listening and <laughs> yeah. we'll stay with each other a lot of yeah. problems it's fine go for it <laughs> so obviously the chorus right it's what everyone knows hey little thing let me light your candle because mama i'm sure hard to handle now gets around hey little thing let me light your candle calls the mama i'm sure all the hand and i just around Oh, that, wait, wait, hold on. In the Black Crows version, it's Gets Around? Yes. Okay, so in the Otis Redding version, it's Pretty Little Thing, Let Me Light Your Candle, because Mama, I'm sure ha hard to handle now. Yes, I am. Pretty Little Thing, Let Me Light Your Candle, because Mama, I'm sure hard to handle now. Yes, I am. So now, okay, I, I think the most fun way to do this is what did you think the actual words were? Because I never knew what the words were until I read this just, you know, today, but... I always thought, and I never quite pieced it together, like you were doing like a gibberish version of it. That's what it was in my head. But the only things I could make out were, pretty little thing, let me light your can of corn. I thought it was, let me light your can of corn. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let me. <laughs> I heard pretty, hey, I heard pretty little thing, even though it's hey little thing. Yeah. And then I lost, I lost all senses. Well, that's just, again, the Otis Redding, I think is pretty. Yeah, okay. Hey, little thing. Hey, pretty thing. So How do they make that distinction? Like, I wonder when they're sitting there like, yeah, we are nah. covering his song, but we really got to make it our own. <laughs> little. Yeah. Let's they're ditch the pretty. Little. Let's ditch pretty. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> they do that. Yeah. It's so close. Just use the exact same words. What's the difference? Yeah. Right. If you were going to change something to be like, hey, Baba Bing, you know what I mean? Like something... A little bit, you'd be like, whoa, but no. Yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, it's just, you're changing an irrelevant portion of the song when every other piece of it is exactly the same. But yeah, I, I had, like I said, my thought was it was something about lighting a can of corn on fire, <laughs> even though intellectually at the time I knew that wasn't right. You know what I mean? But I, I, again, this isn't my exact wheelhouse of music, so I never pressed further as to why. Yeah, the, yeah the, it might be the case. But yeah, that was what I thought it was. Did you have anything specific other than uh, gibberish? I gibbered my life through this song, like <laughs> all through the 90s, 2000s, like I'm in 2023. And I gibbered. just went and looked it up because I was like, I should probably know what this means by now. So we're going to do it on the podcast. But hey, little thing, let me light your candle because mama, I'm sure hard to handle. Holy cow. If you listen, who would know? Who would ever know? I don't think, I almost don't even they know if you're, know? I almost don't think that like you're intended to know. You know what I mean? Like it's almost one of those things the where it's black like. Black girls definitely were like, let's, let's shake this one up. <laughs> see how fast we can record this and see yes. how many people we can fool. Because also I would imagine too, back when this came out in either order, obviously, for either song, I should say, uh, when it came out, the, clearly the, the only way you could find out was by liner notes if they had the lyrics in the notes. But like, there must have been some cultural currency to being a Black Crows fan who actually understood the lyrics. Like that must have been valuable amongst that group if you actually understood it, as opposed to like being a doofus who was like, it's like the same guy who right. does the subway announcements. Next stop, yes. like that was <laughs> that guy that was who's doing this. Yeah, to know that. Yeah, uh, he said he's gonna take a fifteen-minute break at one sixty-first Street. <laughs> yeah. like. It's 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 Joey up front. I know it's fine. It's, it's yeah. him. Yep, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. But I like that's what I said off the top. Like I had a hard time understanding '90s rock lyrics in general. I don't know if that's why my mom. Well, who did liked. your? By the way, just as a quick aside, what kind of rock groups did your mom like? 
Uh, she's still a fan of the Foo Fighters. Like, oh, she, okay, cool. Dave Grohl is like the best artist ever. Yeah, like, I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty talented. Cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think anyone doesn't like Dave Grohl. No, I was like, I'm not. By the way, no zero judgment here whatsoever. Oh I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. I have no state. Was <laughs> she, she into like Nirvana and everything, or was it more just like? She took me to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert okay. when I was young. <laughs> um, yeah, she da she dabbled like you know, and then it was like she bought my sister the Spin Doctors album, so it was a lot of just. And then it was funny because my dad listened to the Beach Boys and like Hector Lavoe. Like it was like yeah, yeah, old you know. You and grew up with quite the mix in your in your house. Bachman Turner Overdrive. I think I was the only eight year old kid that knew. <laughs> That band in the Bronx growing up. You had a, you had a very interesting um, musical mix in your home. Yes. That's I, why I like music. <laughs> like, I, someone's got to listen to me. I don't know. I mean, it was, for me, it was Wu-Tang with my brother and Mob Deep. <laughs> he liked that. Uh, my dad, I remember liking uh, Dennis DeYoung of Styx. <laughs> and um, my mom was into, like, Stevie Wonder, you know, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But was anyway. a lot of Stevie in our house. Yeah, no, the, I mean, who's not, what's not to love? Um, yeah. I have another lyric for you. Okay. And it's right at the beginning where Otis says, I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me. And I was like, that doesn't sound the same yeah. lyric. <laughs> Woo, <laughs> exactly. boy. Little, a, a touch aggressive. <laughs> like, and that's the first, in the first, like, line. Like, yes. the first line. It's like, whoa, buddy, you were feeling confident yes. that morning. Yes. It's a little aggressive and frankly borderline creepy. Not even borderline. Like like Yeah, you know. gotta come home with me though. <laughs> if you want this, there's a line drawn and this one you're gonna have to step over and there's into my door. There's one option for you. Should you want this? You have to come to my domicile. That's the end. Yeah. yeah. No. And like <laughs> Again, the Otis Redding um, version it versus the um, the Black Crows version. Sure. I find that like Otis Redding, you know, like, and I read this in an article too. Like, you're you're rooting for Otis to take the girl home, and the Spin Doctors. You're like, I don't know. I'm just enjoying <laughs> this, you know, fun little rock tune that you guys put together. But Otis has such confidence, and it was very different from like some of his other songs that you were like. Way to go, buddy. Like, if someone's going to do that, more power to you. Why not you? Yeah. Like, oof. at least you're straight up and you tell them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, as people, as our listeners will see next week, it's a touch more aggressive uh, with the way... Um, uh, Fat Joe? Yeah, handles uh, requesting a woman's oh. attention. Um, There's been a progression in how we use lyrics over time. And I don't know if it's a progression. Yeah, it didn't feel like a progression. It no. just just a violent jump. <laughs> um, do you? Do, I have another lyric. Unless I, I've taken the last couple, so if you had one, feel free. Well, yeah, no. Um, it's right after that line. I forgot some good old love, and then I got some in store. When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more. If I'm Otis here, just and I don't know if he was using a typewriter back then or a computer, or if he was just right. I don't think he was I, using a computer. I would imagine he, this was written in nineteen in the mid sixties. Yeah. 
He uh, famously died in the late 60s, so I don't think he used a computer yes. to write this, but yeah. No, no. I'm over here, like, <laughs> making computer keyboard motions with my hand. I'm like, he didn't even use that. That technology didn't exist. But I, yeah, the guy is, whatever he did that morning, like, I don't know if he was able to, like, do a backflip or yeah. something. The confidence is just oozing out of this man. Sure. Like, I know what I got, and I got more in store. You're going to come back for this. Yeah, it's the exact opposite with me. I've Every woman I've ever slept with, I go, you probably have seen the, you've seen the best. It's, uh, I it's, apologize. I, I'm sorry, and I would imagine it's in your best interest to not come back because we'll only get progressively worse from here. Boys and things will come by the dozen. That ain't nothing but drugs to love it. Like, was that Viagra back then? Was it, did they have that in the 60s? I'm very... Oh, that's a good question. I don't know when that came on the market. I don't want to search for it, though, because I feel like that'll be the end of my search history. <laughs> Same. I don't yeah, want I'm going to just take your word. I don't. Let's just leave it to the ether. Who knows? Put it out there. Google search that for us so you can ruin your... <laughs> Who's to say? Um, my... <laughs> My lyric. Jonathan's gonna be like, "Why did you look this?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anything you want to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> um, the lyric I had, my last lyric was. I'm not sure if Otis Redding understands how advertising works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think you get it because you don't get to determine who else places ads somewhere else. That's not how advertising works. Otherwise you would own the publication. So that's, I mean, we need to have a, we need to have an ad sales conversation with Otis and his team. Um, you know what it is? A lot of confidence, just didn't understand the advertising market. I will draw an analogy to one, I'm sure that's never been made between Absol, uh, the rapper and Otis Redding, <laughs> but hear me out here. Sometimes there are lyrics that just sound cool, but, to, but then when you think about them, they don't actually make any sense. So like, I'm advertising love for free, so won't you place your ad with me? If you don't think about it at all, sounds cool. Right. But then you think about it for a millisecond and you're like, that doesn't make any actual sense. And yeah. the analogy is on Absol's newest album called Herbert, which I would recommend, there's a song on there. I think it's called The Art of Seduction. But he has a lyric where he goes, Will the honey stay when the money goes? I don't know. As Winnie the Pooh. When you hear it, the way he rhymes poo with something else, I think the way he says goes sounds like poo, whatever. It kind of rhymes. Uh, but then and when you hear it initially, you're like, oh, clever. And then you think about it for one second, you're like, that makes no sense. Makes no What's sense. That? There's a lot of lyrics like that where you're like. Like they are related, but they yes. are not logical. Yeah, These that's, are just. That is exactly right. Yes. Like a Venn diagram and it's just, but these two things really didn't, yeah, you yeah. didn't, that makes no sense. Exactly. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, the only other line I had was. You could take that two ways, like, wow, you've gotten around a lot. Like, yeah. you're tested. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about you. I know you got you another man, but I can love you better than him. Holy cow, Otis. What in the world? But hold on. To go back to the experience thing, I don't know many women who are, maybe I'm wrong here. I mean, as the one woman out of the two of us, I would say perhaps you could speak to this better than I could, but are, I wouldn't think a good way to get a woman impressed by you is say, do you know how many times I've had intercourse and with different yeah. women? Like, I don't think many women want to hear no that. You have no idea the number yeah. of women I have hooked up Truly. with. <laughs> I don't want to brag. I would be like, see ya. Yeah, like, I mean, truly staggering the numbers I put on the board. Right. And I'm going to put this in a permanent lyric yes. that will be covered and replayed 
twice. Yeah. Not even, yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, not exactly. Uh, like very, to me, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this is apparent that a man wrote this. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like I was thinking like the most interesting man in the world, but the most interesting man in the world doesn't go and like brag about like, you might assume like, oh, he's probably been with these like very exotic, you know, cultured women all over the world. You might, but he, you could also be like, wow, classy man, selective. No, no, this man is like, I'm I'm coming with a lot of experience. It's all and you out know there. Exactly yeah. the experience that yeah. I am talking about. There's a the the B side of this was where he does a DMX version where he literally has a verse where he lists every woman he's ever slept with. So <laughs> they're all gender neutral names. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. I mean, Otis, way to way to go go hard and go home. You know, literally and figuratively speaking. Yes. Rest in peace. I, again, not not. I, he is an all timer. Just you know what I'm saying. Just listen to what I said and be fair about it, and then you know hate me for it. Opinion wise, yeah. that's all. That's all I'm saying. Do you like? Um, and this is unfair, but I'm gonna freaking ask it. Curious if people really liked the Black Crows version or the Otis Redding because I find them to be so different. I think I like, like them both. Yeah, I like them both separately. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, I had no yeah. idea that it was a freaking cover and I've heard both songs before. I... No, I, I like them both and I don't, I think that they satisfy different, I'm trying to think of like a comparable example here, but there's like, like here, like John Mayer covers um, Free Falling, the the, um, yeah. Tom, the Tom Petty um, song. Tom Petty. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I think that like, or even about, even more, like there's a, I mean, it's not as famous as these two, but John Mayer also with the John Mayer Trio does a cover of um, I Got a Woman, the Ray Charles song. And mm -hmm. the Ray Charles song is really good, right? Obviously on its own. And then he does a rock and roll cover it that's also awesome. So I just think yeah. it's, you know, I mean, I, I think when the, that's what makes a great cover. You're not just, you're putting your spin on it to make it your own song as opposed to just singing it again in a different voice. Like, yeah, yeah, that's you, fair. They, I mean, yeah, they're using most of the same words, but they're, they're not, um, I think they're different enough, frankly. They change pretty to little. I mean, <laughs> it's goodness. A completely different song at this point, yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't even put it together, which is factual. Um, do you have any final thoughts on either one? Oh, no, I do not actually. Random. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch this, the the video for Black Crows? It, again, I tried to look into like who these um, black men were in the background because they're a rock band. There's like these random like there's like a hip hop guy in the back in the music okay. video. Yeah, yeah. Confused. I'm like. What were you doing? <laughs> Unless they're part of the band and I am just, I try to look into it. No one really made a. I watched the lyric video that I think Otis Redding's estate made for that one. That was what yeah. I saw as far as videos were concerned. So I, I didn't yeah. catch the Black Crows video, unfortunately. Oh, I mean, you know, if you have the time or day. Yeah, hold on, let me check my watch. Oh. I will get to it. Uh, I'm going to get to it shortly uh, after we're done taping. Right, right on, right here. <laughs> Otis died in December of 1967 before the song, the song was actually released. So um, he died and then watched the song be famous again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe he's the one who was just like sprinkling it down. The puppet guys. master. Yeah. The hard yeah. to handle puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> it's all his fault. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up another episode of That's What They Said. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and make sure you check us out on YouTube as well as Spotify and iTunes. Until then, we'll catch you on another time.